welcome back to the Meaningful Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Denise, where we engage in meaningful conversations that stimulates the mind. Hello, guys, and welcome back. Thanks for joining me again in another episode. Well, in light of the news that's been spreading around all our TV screen this week about TJ Holmes and Amy Robach, I thought that we should touch on the topic of fears in the workplace. And are they appropriate or are they inappropriate? And what are the lines that are the boundaries that should be set? I tried my best to follow this story as best as I possibly could and gather as much information as I possibly could in order for me to talk on this subject. Um, One thing that I would say... um, about this particular event that happened this week between two consensual adults is that since it's out there in the public and I don't ever want to judge somebody else's life or their actions or what they do because none of us is perfect. So let's just put that out there. None of us is perfect. You know, we all make mistakes or we all deal with issues as they come along and maybe not in a way that everyone expects us to deal with it, but the best to our ability at the time that we have to deal with such situations. Um, the only thing that I didn't like about this is that I thought that it was handled very tacky and tasteless. Um, I do believe that, yes, you could f- see someone in the workplace and you could fall in love with them. And they have the right to choose who to be with when they want to, whenever they and if they don't want to, then that's fine, you know. If you feel like divorcing because you find somebody else that you're in love with, you have the right to do so. You know, we might not all agree with the choices that they made, but they have the right to live their life as much as we have the right to live our lives and do what we want to do or feel fit or what is best for our lives, right? So that's the first thing that I wanted to make clear. Um, I thought the part that was like, raised some red flag, is when his wife, TJ Holmes, Merrily Fidbig, our soon-to-be ex-wife, um, said that she felt like she was kind of blindsided um, by, you know, what was going on. And she felt in all certainty that, you know, she and her husband was trying to work through their problem and reconcile and, and you know, fixing their marriage or whatever problems that they might have in their marriage. Um, however, it looked like he had um, passed transgression in the past as well, and he had you know, stepped out in his marriage before with allegedly also another um, ABC producer. Um, So I felt that because they hang out as a couple, Amy Robach and Andrew Shue and TJ Holmes and Marilee Big Big, I thought it was kind of, you know, not in the best taste, um, the way that they did it, you know, definitely I felt that them coming back on Friday of la- last week, I believe, and just sat so on the set of Good Morning America 3, and they both looked so cocky, and, you know, felt like they, you know, it's just like water underneath the bridge, and, you know, um, we could do whatever we want to do, you know, obviously, you know, we're big names. And I thought that was a little bit um, naive of them as well, because obviously with the Me Too movement and everything like that, and not that he did anything wrong. He's a consensual adult and he decided to end his marriage to be with someone else and he has all right to do that. There's nothing against the law and you doing that. It's just the way that they sat there and he was so brazen and, and, and so was she you know, and felt that there wouldn't be any repercussion at all. And I think that was very silly because of course they would be, especially because all the things that surrounded and the issue that, you know, 
the audience, once it comes to the public, you know, once it's out there in the public, people are going to say, well, you know, especially if the wife said that she didn't know, you know, and she was felt blindsided and she in all, I didn't think that her marriage was um, going to get back together and they were going to work things out. To just sit there and think that you wouldn't face any kind of criticism is, is silly, especially for veteran anchors that know better, have covered story like this and know that, you know, there's going to be a lot of talking, a lot of backlash, a lot of judgment, and so on and so forth. Now, for me personally, I don't feel like there's anything wrong with you dating someone in your workplace. As long as it's consensual and both adults know, and it's not um, create any chaos around the workplace, and it's not um, taken away from your daily task, um, because a great percentage of people, I don't really have the statistics in front of me right now, but that found love in the workplace have married um, by f meeting someone in the workplace they're now married to and have children and form a family, because that's where we spend the majority of our time when we leave our home. You know, so I don't feel like there's anything wrong with you dating a co-worker um now if you're just one of those person that you just trying out you know and you just want to go around and sleep with everybody in the office and you know just from one um co-worker to the next co-worker to one co-worker to the next uh, co-worker then it starts to get a very messy because guess what there's feelings involved, emotion involved, and, you know, you could create animosity between co-worker number one and co-worker number two. Now they started hating each other. Now they don't want to work together anymore, and that becomes a really, really big problem, and then the organization is going to have to mitigate that and see what can we do and create stronger policies so things like that don't happen Again, now allegedly they said that TJ Holmes, this is not the first time that he has had an affair with a co-worker at ABC. Allegedly, he also had um affair with a producer and then they have been talks and this is just rumors. So it's nothing facts. That's why it's alleged that, you know, it's been with other people as well. And this is just a pattern of his. Um, So I think that's why... There's so much attention now focusing on the issue because, you know, a lot of print, um, paper, newspaper and online sources is like, you know, dealing with a serial cheater. And they don't have the nicest things to say either about Amy Robach, which is, um, you know, alarming to a lot of people. And it just sent off red flags and they, everyone just feel like they needed to chime in. Um, because obviously if it's a public matter, everybody's going to have their opinion. It's just fair game. Like, you know, everyone's going to have something to say, regardless if they People feel like they have the right to or not, they're going to say something. And um, do I believe that ABC handled the issue um, correctly? I feel like any big organization like that, ABC is a huge organization. They have the right to protect their brand and do what it is they feel best for their company. And that's exactly what they did by temporarily, as they stated, take them off the air and replace them with someone else until this issue died down or they find a way to work around it that it doesn't draw away from their regular programming. Um, and people are not just focusing on the relationship between two co-workers, the viewers, but what the message that they're delivering in each segment in each show. 
and I think that's the correct thing to do because, you know, th this is a company that is known for certain content. And when their workers are taken away from that content or for people to enjoy the content that they're putting out, then that does become a problem. You know, I think one of the spokespersons said that they did not violate any company policy. So therefore, you know, they have not done anything that was against their workplace standard. But because it had they are such popular anchors and it's David was caught on camera. I think he was caught um touching her behind and um you know seeing cuddling in bars and so on. It it just um took over a lot of what is going on with them and maybe the other people on the panel that host a show with them are very unhappy about what's going on. So that is why, you know, things have to cease for the moment. Now, will these two be back on air? Who knows? You know, only time will tell. Um, I think because um, a lot of people are against this and felt like they were in a relationship with someone else, with each other, I mean, with each other while they were married, um, it kind of, you know, irritated a lot of people. Although it's their personal life and no one else, but they are a public figure. And unfortunately, it comes with the territory. Um, I think that there will be, in my opinion, consequences. Um, it might not be that they're let go from ABC, but maybe they're just not allowed to be on the same stage together anymore. Um, just to take away from the attention um, or, or, you know, ABC doesn't want the wrong attention coming to was their content um so they might be some switch around in the organization just to prevent that and um so regardless of how it's viewed or if they did something against company policy or not it just seemed to me that there will be um consequences with the decision that they've made um to step out in the manner that they they have done you know, um, just because there's so much negativity around it and the fact that, you know, like I said, the wife felt like she was blindsided. She wasn't really sure about it. The only person we haven't heard that much from yet is Andrew Shu, And, you know, what he felt really happened or what happened in their marriage. We do know that they sold their apartments um, in New York and they have been living separate life. And from all accounts, I think both TJ Holmes and Amy Robach um, said that they left their significant other boat in August. And that's the matter that we have at hand right now. Um, we're going to take a smaller break from the subject at hand today and bring you the meaningful talk moment of the week. The Duke and Duchess of Suffolk stepped out on Tuesday evening for the Robert F. Kennedy Ripple of Hope Award Gala in New York City. The couple was honored with the award for their work in racial justice, mental health, and other social impact action through their Artro Foundation. Carrie Kennedy previously told Spanish news outlet El Confidential magazine that Prince Harry, 38, and Meghan Markley, 41, exemplified the moral courage against injustice that her father famously 
call for in his iconic Ripple of Hope speech at the University of Cape Town in South Africa over 50 years ago when apartheid reigned. When my father went to South Africa in 1966, Carrie spoke in front of a white audience and said that the problem in his, this generation is talking about racial justice. He also spoke of moral courage, saying that few would have the courage to question their colleagues, family, and their community about the power of power structure they maintain, Kerry said, per a translation. And this is what Meghan Markley and Prince Harry has done. They went to the oldest institution in UK history and told them what they were doing wrong, that they couldn't have structural racism within the institution, that they could not maintain a misunderstanding about mental health, she continued, referring to the British monarchy. They knew that if they did this, there could be consequences that they would be ostracized. They would lose their family, their, their position within this structure, and that people would blame them for it. They have done it anyway because they believe they couldn't live with themselves if they didn't question this authority. I think they have been her heroic in taking this step. Well, I say congratulations to Meghan Markley and Prince Harry for being brave to tell their truth despite the criticism that they knew will come their way. And this has been the Meaningful Talk Moment of the Week. Well, okay guys, so we're back and we're talking about affairs in the workplace. I have pulled some statistics and it states um, from, and I'm going to quote the site, it's to dateforlove.com. It says 58% of employees in 2019 survey have a romantic relationship with a co-worker. 28% respondent believe that all office relationships are fair game. Claim of sexual harassments are the number one reason why people avoid romantic office relationships. Almost 40% of people who had an affair at work were owners or executive at the company. The number of supervisors subordinate workplace romance went down in 2019. 85% of affairs outside of marriage start at the office, workplace romance statistics shows. Emotional affairs are the most common type of infidelity at work. 41% of employees are not aware of company policies on workplace romance. Only 16% of romantical, romantical involved co-workers have told others about their relationship. 70% of workplace relationships have started at, at social gathering. Now, with that said, you know, obviously this happened way more often than, you know, we could even imagine. Because, like it says, a lot of people, they don't, they don't tell other co-workers that they're having relationship with others in the workplace. And I find it interesting that it says that it's um, 41% is is emotional relationship, is emotional connection that they have um, with their co-workers. And I can understand that because, you know, um, at work you, you go through a lot of pressures um, and a lot of stress. And you, maybe your boss is breathing down your neck and you, you don't want to bring that energy home. Or you feel as if that you cannot talk to anyone at home that would truly understand 
And who better to understand than your coworker that might be going through the same thing that you're going through as well. So, you know, you feel as if like, well, they will definitely know where you're coming from and they could understand and help you figure it out or help calm your nerve because they're going through the same thing as well. So I would understand that emotional connection, right? That bond over something common that's going on amongst them themselves. Um, so I understand that and I, you know, I find it very interesting, you know, um, that, you know, a co-worker, obviously, they could be also someone that you could vent a lot of, you know, your problems that you're going on in your personal life. But because, to be honest, you see them probably just as much as you see your spouse or your significant other. So it would make sense for them to, for you to vent and then draw this bond and this connection with each other. One in five employees cheat on their partners with a colleague. 2.85% of affairs outside of marriage start at the office workplace romance statistics shows, which we already go through that. We know that emotional fear is the most common. The majority of female workers think that emotional fear leads to a physical one and it often does. The hospitality industry have the highest percentage of office romance workplace affairs statistic for 2021 indicates. Working in this sector makes it more likely to find love at work. Then you have the financial service industry, 45%, and transportation and utilities, 43%. 40% of the IT industry workers and 38% of staff in healthcare said they were involved in a workplace romance. What do employees think about romantic work relationship? It is tricky to discuss this topic with colleagues. Everyone knows it's unacceptable, so this kind of involvement will be dismissed 99% of the time. Luckily, number rarely lies, given that they provide they are not exposed and thus honesty here is how people generally feel about workplace romance 15.2 percent of correspondents believe that all office relationships are fair game worker statistics show a survey show that they are mixed opinions regarding affair in the workplace third for posting that think that relationship between co-workers are, are different levels are not acceptable in comparison 26 percent said that they approve of romance between colleagues working on the same project. Only 6% said that they disapprove of all kinds of work romance. It seems that less than half of the respondents are aware of the real-life workplace romance drama that affair in the workplace can cause, with 39% saying they believe an office affair would harm their career. Only 27% said that they would consider dating a co-worker. Interestingly, interestingly enough, 19% know that romance at work might jeopardize their job. Still, they would start one anyway if there was a mutual attraction. 37% of employees in a survey said that they purposely avoid any romance at their workplace. Nearly a fifth of the respondents cite fear of claim claims of sexual harassment as one of the biggest workplace romance problems. This was the main reason they have never been romantically involved with a co-worker. 33% of those who have never had any work romance said they avoid them because they found such a fear unprofessional. In contrast, a quarter said they were worried about their employee's reaction and 22% state that they wouldn't like being gossiped about around the office. In fact, a typical office romance story ends either due to the fear of being fired or the fear of being the target of workplace gossip well i can definitely understand the last part i personally would not want to have a workplace affair i don't want to be 
anybody Monday morning topic or Friday morning top. I just don't want my personal life. I like it to be separate and I don't want anyone um, commenting over my personal life and knowing me intimately in that way. You know, um, so therefore I wouldn't, that's one of my biggest reasons why I would not want a workplace romance or try to engage in one. Because I just feel like, you know, my professional life needs to stay separate from my personal. And because of that, I would just do anything possible just to never make the two cross. Anyways, guys, um, I thank you guys very much once again for engaging with me, um, and listening to this conversations that we have to have um, about workplace romance because it happens more often than we think and it happened right in front of our face without even us knowing it because like I said a lot of people don't talk about it um, so thank you guys once again for joining me on the Meaningful Talk podcast and I will catch up with you guys later have a good day bye bye <laughs>